0: The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. They have a 24-hour Turnaround, it's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal and they just care. They care about you, they care about me, and I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. On with the show. Hi.
1: Quick joke for you to start this thing off. What kind of burrito does a bro eat? Asada. Yeah. Asada. Microphone's a little tall for my taste. Microphone. Uh, yeah, it makes sense, actually. I'm going to drop it down a little bit. Drop it down. Microphone checker. Swinging sword leccia. Closing another the sector. Supreme, Supreme net, net protector.
0: <clears throat> All right. Run kid. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Jer's been barfing for a couple days. I did barf. I missed our whole business forum
1: with our wholesale accounts, uh, and now my daughter's barfing. So I stayed up about 24 hours straight and then started resting, and then my daughter started barfing, and so I did a nice one hour on sleep, one hour off sleep. Did you have a mantra? You're like, stop pooping. Stop <laughs> Stop. Open. Yeah, I pulled a Rob low straight out. <laughs> just staring. Nope, I felt she it, Rory's actually really good at being sick, dude. It's crazy. She was just lay. she laid there. She like She's woke up down. and cried. She goes, My tummy feels yucky. And she sits up and she barfs and she goes, I'm all done. And then that's takes pretty good. a sip of water, spits, and goes right back to sleep and then wakes up
0: and goes, Uh so, so she moves through it. She doesn't like she doesn't wallow freak out in like it. me. She's like, Okay, i barfed, I'm over it. Yeah, is it back and me, to bed? We freak out a little.
1: We like, we like we're like, no, I don't want to barf and like have the whole thing. She's just like, I'm going to barf.
0: I barfed. I'm done. Yeah, the dread is like just as bad as barfing. For but me, like, it is. Pre-barf and then post-barf and then you're like, what's wrong? Yep. Ugh yeah i'm like am
1: i ever gonna stop Is it- barfing
0: <sighs> barfing's the worst dude so you went to disneyland barfed on the way home i went to disneyland three times i barfed yeah on the drive
1: starting just after the old grapevine it was super cool cop saw you cop pulled over said hey you okay i gave him a thumbs up mid barf which was probably hilarious and then he goes y'all should move along you're gonna get killed because it's like almost midnight on the five and then you're like thanks for caring yeah i was like i know right don't want to be here <laughs> Pulled a couple more barfs out. Got Appreciate home, you. Stayed
0: up, barfs more, slept a lot. It was weird. I like this under the table thing.
1: Under the table. Under the tea. So that was that was my yeah. But I mean, with the Disney leadership, which you've heard in the past, what it was like. But um, it it had been over two years since I had previously gone personally to a leadership course. It was very cool. Learned a lot, like usual. Brought Sam and Nicole, our up and coming team leaders for our up and coming stores. They got a lot out of it. We're gonna have a debrief next week. But um, you know, it's always good, it's always interesting. They're, you know, a really huge company. I've talked about it a lot. I don't need to over talk about it. Yeah, you got it. You yeah. Know. You we're, guys get it. We're good. You, you understand, understand where we're coming from. You already know that. I had one.
0: someone uh talk to me out here. I was walking around the building and he's like, Hey, you guys do the podcast? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I listen to that podcast. So I like a lot of the stuff you talk about. I don't really like Disney. But your podcast is awesome. I was like, chill. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> like, you don't have to like Disney to like our podcast. And then he kept walking, and I'm like, that's that's great. Whoa. Yeah, thank you. We're starting to get street cred locally. Street cred, yeah. yeah. This is just like the most local, random... Dude. I was, uh, this morning, I was sitting in the seat that's closest to the register at the cafe, and I was reading before I had a meeting, because uh-huh. usually I read here, but when I have to stay here for like three hours, right. I go out Gotta get somewhere out. else and read, and... This girl, Lexi, I believe was her name, was like poked her head in to kind of like in my field of view and she's like, just wanted you to know you guys have the best coffee shop in Santa Cruz. I literally didn't even drink coffee until I drank coffee here. That's so sick. And her roommates are obsessed with like, oh, they watch the videos and they listen to the podcast and it's like, they think you
1: guys are really cool. It's kind of tripping me out. I actually saved a couple little uh, thingies on my phone recently from either emails or or people like that. And it's like... I just want to pull
0: a couple up. Yeah, just pull them they're up. They're not going to be very long. Don't it's worry. It's fine. America. It, it's cool. I was, my mind was blown because she was like, I just don't drink coffee. And so, now I do. So here, here's just
1: somebody who wrote in, a dude named Marco. Just Marco. Said, just wanted to say that this is my first time ordering from Cat and Cloud, and you guys and gals are awesome. I ordered the answer, and it's just as good as all the coffee forums say it is. On top of that, <laughs> nice. I got a cool hand-drawn cat on my packing slip. Yeah, you did. I don't know who drew it, but it's super cool. Plus, my three cats totally dug it. Yes. <laughs> Looking forward to ordering more, Marco. P.S. I will do my very best to stay dialed. Stay dialed, Marco. Yeah, dude. You heard it here sick. first. And then we have ourselves the uh, one more on the old Face Space, which oh, yeah. was
0: awesome, too. On face Space. And sidebar, if you get this stuff in your cafe, it's cool to share it with everybody. So we have this little board where Caroline attaches what we call love mail so that the staff can see some of it. It's pretty,
1: love mail. it's pretty
0: motivating. It's mail with love. <laughs> Start a love mail. It was a uh, love mail. Oh, wow. wow. What was, was that? that? <laughs> Did you see Oh, that? my gosh. Yeah. It was like somebody
1: I clicked on. Jeez. Face. Wow. And it wasn't my mom. Ver- definitely was
0: not your mom. That's. I don't know who that was or how I even got there. That... Oh, goodness gracious. Well, we're not going to be showing that Kathleen Kathleen on the air. I don't know. That is so
1: weird, Kathleen. I think it's a bot. It's got to be a bot I because a bot. I did not even... Okay, anyways, yeah. what I'm trying to show you guys... What well, we're really trying to we're get we're really talking about is this, which is not a crazy thing, but whoever this person is had to have gone to some of the other shops because we don't call it this. Easily the best quick cup in town. Cup. Tastes like it's been hand-poured. Oh. I drive all the way from the west side for this, and I will be back again.
0: Damn. I know. That's heavy because getting from the west side to the east side is no easy feat because you have to go through that mission area, and there's only one way to get through there. Right. So to go get coffee in that other... That's pretty nuts. The a commitment. That's a big commitment. Great it it people. tastes as good as Fresh Perked. It does. Just as great just as, as, as Fresh greatest Perked greatest by fresh hand. Perked. Great hand people, perked.
1: great coffee, great shop, well worth any length of trek to get there. I'm just feeling good about this stuff.
0: Gus just got my shipment of the espresso. Oh, man. So good. Only a few tries to dial it in perfectly. That's awesome. <laughs> this brings is. up something that's part of this bigger picture. So Jared mentioned the Wholesale Business Forum. We've talked about it a little bit, but we had a group of our accounts come. Alex set up the Airbnb with them, and we basically spent 24 hours with them. So the one day we started at like. 12 noon, met everybody at Portola, got it cracked off all through the night and then picked it back up again early morning and went till like 2 p.m. and then cashed out. And kind of it was a safe space to share challenges that other business owners have in that safe space of I'm all around other business owners. They understand no one's going to misunderstand like my intentions. And we have a lot of same challenges. We can help each other out. And it was an amazing experience. I think I'm so proud that we did it. It was Charles's idea, and Alex organized the whole thing. And I, we took notes and things to change for next year. But as a first beta, it was like the best. And I felt like we were really able to offer value. Right. And our insights on things are super helpful. But on the notes of online stuff, one of the things that people really struggle with, specifically the people that do social media for their shops, is negative feedback in the internet world. And how to how to respond? How, just how to respond? Well, one is how to respond, but not so much how to respond, but like just talking through. Like, dude, this really gets me down. Like, mm-hmm. the, and just being aware that, yeah, like we're an organization, but every time you open up someone's news feed, like, there's some there's a person on the other side of that feed, right? There's someone that's reading all of that stuff that has to process all of that information. That's like managing that, and, right? it can be really, really, really stressful. Oh, no doubt. So I I just like call to action. Like we welcome feedback and we welcome constructive feedback, especially. And if you want, if you have like a dissatisfactory service, uh, let's say something like this. Someone one time posted on our feed that they had bought coffee and got the wrong shipment or something was messed up. Right. And that was great because it wasn't a shit talking post. It was like, oh my gosh, I ordered something and like, It was wrong, but they're cool. I don't know. And in that case, I just reached out to that person Mm -hmm. on Instagram. I'm like, hey, so sorry. We goofed your order. Here's a 100% discount code that you can use next time. And it's an opportunity to move through like a service experience. No, no, Yeah, no doubt. But then when it's just like straight hate, it's a little harder to process. So I'm just going to ask everybody to think before they post straight hate. What are you trying to accomplish? And is there a better channel for doing this? And are you doing it because you want to make the world a better place? Or is it just selfish? You want everybody to hear what you want to say? And, you know, maybe go ahead and still post anyway. But I'm just... The first step is to just think about that and think that there is another person on the other side of that and think of how also it not affects just that other person but the whole organization that's associated with that other person you know, it's oh yeah demotivating if you have a staff and they're like why does this person hate us so much i don't understand what's going totally. on totally so i mean two things
1: i totally agree with that the one part is the internet has made it far too easy for people to say things they would never say to anybody's face which we all can agree on it's really easy to talk even for us right here but
0: yeah, for sure for you know, us like right here. Nobody's
1: yeah. sitting in front of us ready to talk back and be like, oh, yeah. But at the same time, even easier to not have to use your voice and use a keyboard or a text to just talk some shiz. So that's that's a whole other thing. You're totally right. There are people on the other side of that. There's a bigger, bigger world at play. And, yeah, are you helping or are you just... Are you, are you offering a suggestion or are you just like talking trash is one thing, right? right. Yeah. And then on the other part, just service-wise, it's it's how... You, everybody's going to make a mistake. We're all human beings. Nobody's got a perfect system. Nobody, including those companies that have been doing this for years, they're all going to make mistakes at some point. It's how do you rectify and remedy those situations that is going to ultimately save the service experience anyway. And so, being able to do that is cool. And it also does take... It takes some sort of some some delicate responses, but it also sometimes takes just the thought of sometimes this person isn't mad at me. They're just mad in general at something else that's going on and they're taking it out on me because something happened that allowed them to like vent, which sucks. But it is a way to sort of, at least with our leaders long term, it's something I'd like to teach them if there are frustrated guests is how to just do our best to take care of that and realize normally they're not going to be mad at you. They're not mad at you personally personally, They're mad about a lot of other stuff going on, and this is just something that added to that, and they're able to come at you.
0: Are they having a bad day? Right, something happened, or something like maybe something tragic happened. Totally horrible too, and they're just like a fucking not in it right now. Yeah, or they're just grumpy. Like sometimes you just wake
1: up in a shitty mood, and it's just hard to snap out of it. And. Thank goodness, most of the people in the world are mature enough to not take it out on the local barista or the baristi, as the people would call them. Baristi—that's
0: plural, <laughs> <But> <laughs> which is—I don't know if barista is a word like that. Yeah, and I don't—I don't, I don't even—it sound, sounds baristi like, sounds lame to me. That's so. the Italian plural, right? Yeah, so I, like, like baristas, baristi. But I don't know enough barista, barista. language. It sounds stupid. That's for sure. I agree with you, hundred percent. Yeah, I've had some fun stuff. Like people will write in
1: occasionally. Like our our online. Ratings are really, really good. As ratings far as, are high. Ratings are high. Subscribe, but as far as rate, like say review. you know, like Facebook and all that, like our stars and all that stuff. But people occasionally will write in stuff that is just like terribly off base. So like we got one a one star and it was like people come and illegally park on the street in Portola, which by the way, we're in a neighborhood. So we've seen like our good mix of love hate, because we're the new shop in the neighborhood. It's probably 90% love. There's 10% hate because people don't like change and there's more traffic in an area where there wasn't and 36 in Portola is really busy. But this person posted, they're like, people park illegally all the time. The owners don't care to do anything and so one star. and (laughs) Which isn't really a review about our business. No, and it's also not true. So Because that's not illegal parking. Yeah, well, yeah. And he says, people are illegally parked all the time. And so... But I was like, okay, I can't just like let this go. But I'm also don't, I don't need to challenge the person. So I was like, man, I'm really sorry you felt that way. We definitely are not on board with anybody illegally parking. If that, if there's somebody in your way, we welcome you to call the cops on them. It's just that we haven't seen them. And just so you know, the owner's been working with the county for months and there's a project plan to hopefully remedy parking, but it won't happen for another year or so. And beyond that, we have attempted to work with some of the local businesses with more parking around our neighborhood unsuccessfully. So we apologize for the increase in traffic. We are totally sorry, but just so you know, we are not. Att- we are attempting to make it easier on you. And we have totally got your back and support you. If somebody's parked illegally for you to call the cops, we totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like...
0: It's cool I just am not
1: okay with somebody just telling everybody that we're not doing anything when we... While we're not maybe loud about all the things we're doing, we're actually doing a lot. Charles is meeting with people, and Alex all has met time. with people, and you and I have met with people and It's like it's just not as simple as that, so
0: it's an ongoing thing. It makes right. me wonder if we need to be a part of this is like a whole other thing to manage that next door, which is like a neighborhood based forum right where a lot of people in the neighborhood go and talk about and just kind of let people know that because our regulars know that. Totally. I like people that come in and talk to us, they know that. But I, you know... So. We have so many people walking to our space in our neighborhood. And then the then person like, put the whole neighborhood hates
1: you, too, at the end. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, I'm not going to respond to that. So that's, that's not true.
0: And then that's the other portion where it's like, do you join something like next door to take action and just have that conversation? Or is that like you're being bullied and or forced into action by someone who actually doesn't give a fuck about parking in the neighborhood and is just a grump? Right. Like... For all we know, that person doesn't even live in the neighborhood. Oh, whoever this person is, yeah. Because that sounds just like an extremist weird response. Yeah, they're grumpy. It's just like everyone in the neighborhood hates you. You just let me know your level of emotional intelligence yeah. and it's very low. It's very low. So, Which is...
1: Yeah, I think, I think going on Next Door, all it would be is it'd be an opportunity for us to be able to be yelled at and able for people to voice their frustrations and we would just take it and be like, we're sorry. Thanks for the feedback. We're working on it. And then people will continue to love us more. And then, you know,
0: they got a response. And so, or like not even, not even to respond to people, right. but just to pre spond or take action right. to where it's like, instead of us responding to people on next door, we post on next door, like cat and cloud update January 31st, went to talk to Barbara Mason, the economic right. developer about, Potential parking on Portola Avenue. It looks like it might switch from four lanes to three with horizontal parking. Yeah. Glad to be a part of this movement. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to clearing 36th Qu- Avenue of Park. Quick parking. update. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's
1: totally the other part know. that would we would for sure do that as well. And then people would still write in and be like,
0: man, it's not good enough. And we'll all, like, we're right. like, we are right to change the world. They took our jobs. They <laughs> took our jobs. Like, I get it, dude.
1: We did take your jobs because we're doing an awesome job. We took the and you best guys weren't job. weren't doing a good job. Number one,
0: job. Job. I can relate. You know, you're in a neighborhood that's really sleepy for a long time, and then it starts to change. And I, I, I see it both ways. Yeah, but the reality is. Someone's going to go in at 36th in Portola, and we are your best option, because we're <laughs> 10 times friendlier than anybody else who would have gotten in, guaranteed. Also, the other reality is 10 to
1: 15 years ago, that neighborhood wasn't even safe to be in at night if you're a woman. It was Or shady. a man. Well, or yeah, anybody. <laughs> but it was like literally known for it was like, like rape area, and oh, then yeah. it was known for a drug area where you could get mugged for show. So it was like... Your kids couldn't play outside there. And now it's like a safe, happy neighborhood. Mm. So l- things have changed a lot. And the people who are used to the old school... The old school doesn't always mean best
0: school. No. It's the
1: whole thing. It's the whole thing.
0: But anyways, wh- how do we get there? Definitely not optimum. Responding oh, to weird. people Responding. online. Yeah, the net. The net. D- Derek had a good couple examples. He said they got railed on. One star. Derek th- from... Minati's There you go. Yeah, This yeah. place has the dirtiest bathroom ever. He's like, we don't have a public restroom. Yeah, they don't. There's no <laughs> public restroom there. So someone's talking about how dirty it was. Like, this doesn't even exist. That's so is, hard. It's so an interesting thing. And then the <laughs> way he looks at it is he's like, I put everything into percentages to right? where it's like, if I'm doing above 90%, above 95%, I can chalk that other 5% up to people who are just upset. You know, every once in a while, there's a real customer service thing. But for the most part, you're looking at that entire picture and you can rest assured, you know, nothing's ever going to be 100%. You're never going to get 100% satisfaction rating or all your comments on your social media are going to be good. There's going to be some bad ones. Right. And it's if, if that's your ratio, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And looking for repeat problems. Like, okay, you know. Three weeks in a row, someone had commented on this. Is this a potential area that I can improve in my business? And just separating the feedback from the funk. Yeah, the repeats are your first, you know, that's your key
1: indicator right there.
0: That's your KPI. Key (laughs) performance indicator.
1: That is for sure a KPI, though. It's like, okay, if something keeps happening, you know you got an issue. If it's a one-off, they're going to happen. You can't can't kill the one-off every time, but you can kill... The same thing that happens, even if it's every other week. If it's a, if it's a reoccurring problem, something is happening there. That's, that's easier to address. I totally feel you. So. And 90% or above, geez, I mean, that's great. That means 9 out of 10 people are happy coming into your shop. That's, you get to 9.5% out of 10 people, and that means
0: like somebody's left or right arm is bummed, and that's about it. <laughs> I have a new challenge for people on the internet. Tell them. After talking about this stuff. Don't put anything in the comments section online that you wouldn't say to someone in real life. Ooh, that would be And be honest with yourself about that one. Be honest with yourself.
1: Yeah. Or, and Uh-oh. even to add to that, sit and hear how it would sound if you were receiving what you're about to say and just be like, how would it make me feel if somebody said this to me? And then you're good boomerang that shit to yourself yeah that'd be fun that's And then it's like, like send it to yourself
0: on the boomerang yeah and then be like yeah. read it and be like ooh, that feels mean yeah that's a good thing that that's, that combos with those other things that are like never send an email when you're upset you know <laughs> or if you do use boomerang and send it back to yourself first and then you have to open it up and you're like oh yeah i sound like an asshole
1: i still gotta get boomerang
0: dude it's, I don't even use it that much, but when you do use it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, you can like delay sendings, send them back to yourself and you're just like, yeah I definitely sound like a dick for sure. You can always sound like not, a dick, not the best version of myself. And then that's that's just there, you know what I mean? It's that's yeah, cool. I don't know. like just don't be mean. I, I don't know. so don't be mean. Don't be mean. You know what? Oh, baby, don't be so
1: mean. I, uh, I we finished our whole thirty. Congratulations, us. I'm still going to live whole thirty. I'm going to live more like whole 28 26 well, I'm like going to live it during off. the week. Yeah, but because uh, it is I actually, I don't crave sugar, and I don't crave a lot of the foods that I did no. before I started it, which is kind of badass. It's cool. On top of that, I'm way less interested in foods that I used to
0: like. And they don't taste as good anymore. It's really interesting. Which is really weird. Also, coming from a place where we eat pretty good on the regular oh yeah, anyway. Cal- we're Californians. So, so it's so not like we were just like, oh, I'm fucking no. cheeseburger every meal. But I, I noticed the same thing. Is like the day I got off, I was like, okay, which I think I did like 45 days. And I was, I was kind of stressing at the end. And I was just like, I don't know. It feels kind of weird. So, I, I cut it. Yeah, And then the first like cheat thing I had was I went to Samba Rock and I got my acai bowl, which I think everything in there is basically approved except for the peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut yeah. butter is a no-go because it's like an unsweetened bowl. I didn't get any of the honey on it or anything. You didn't anything. get the guarana syrup. No guarana. And ate it and I was like, yeah, that was good. And then I had no desire to eat anything else that really wasn't on yeah. the program. I was just like, okay. I was wondering, like, am I going to have this big like craving day yeah. or like, am I going to want to go get this and that? And dude, I had alcohol for the first time in probably four months. Cause we went to Manuel's and I just had like a shot of tequila just mm-hmm. to kind of sugar low. Dude, it, was fine when i was there but when i got home it was messing with me yeah i was awake like oh yeah the no good sleep i had that feeling like the feeling you get when you're gonna be hung over the next day if you've been drinking all night but just off of one drink yeah and i was all <laughs> you had like a spiked weird vibe yeah that it was whole like super crazy yeah i think it might have been comboed with the energy from everyone being in town yeah just like burnt out but it not in like, a negative way just like expelled well, this was, i think this was like more energized because it was like in between the two nights <laughs> oh because we all went out to dinner together and then yeah we all went to manuel's and then i was like trying to sleep knowing that all these people it was so amazing to leave everybody at the airbnb because it's like manati's high top blue lagoon sebastian's like there's like all these different Kind of super different like really eclectic mm-hmm. diverse group of people that had never met each other before ever like doug was there from modesto preservation and like we're, alex and i are like all right well we'll see you guys later you know it's like 11 o'clock and like have a good night have yeah. fun with yourself and we came back in the morning and they apparently had like a super deep rap session and oh, we all about it so they special all really came
1: together yeah those are like those yeah, I, I only can associate that with like when you go to a barista competition or like SCA and you end up kicking it with somebody you don't kick it with most of the yeah. time and then all of a sudden you go deep and you're like, man, I really like them.
0: Yeah. I hope that happened. It I, sounds like it, it did. It sounds like that happened. Oh, it's so sick. It's amazing. It- peak the meter. peak the meter. ABP, dude. Always I be peaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking peaking pretty I hard. Was peaking.
1: Yeah, I got hungover for you, but it was the stomach virus and stuff. Yeah, it was a... Uh, H five N one. I had a beer. Avian flu. I felt fine with the beer. Didn't feel weird at all. I did have the. I broke my whole thirty with. What did I have? I had a bunch of stuff at on that day, and so I went. To, we went to uh, go get them in Los Feliz, which they do like a different style of service there. So right. I had, I had the ginger turmeric, which that actually just had honey. Is that a latte? Yeah, it's like a, they use mac, macadamia nut, uh, whatever. They're you it's know, like a special blend. milk. Yeah, yeah. With like the with turmeric and ginger and. And then I had an espresso there, so that wasn't too crazy. And then I went to Minotti's Proper, and I got the number two pencil. Right, with the charcoal. Which was fun, and mostly just because I wanted to try it, and it was good. But that was milk. And then I went and had another... I had the... What's it called? The Cafe Rico, which is always oh, love classic. Drink. Yeah, from nicely at the, at the truck, where we also happened to meet Tate, Fletcher, and Lacey, who are... Uh, Tate's Caveman. the owner, and Lacey's our rep from Caveman, who get us our MCT oil and stuff. So shout out to all y'all. Thank you for Ball in, and Tate's, Tate's like a stunt MMA guy. He's crazy. It was cool to meet them. But we had a good time, and I had milk there, and then had a, sand, a tuna sandwich. Nobody but I did not have real no sugar. Crust. No crust, dude. No crust. Went yeah. to some, I went For to the sure. place that uh, the homies, Derek, and nicely recommended. But I still, all day long, until dinner, didn't have really anything terribly off. Like, no sugar still. Yeah. And I still waited the entire night until I had a beer at dinner, felt fine and then my dessert actually ended up being a wetzels pretzel with like that cheese like jalapeno cheese oh yeah stuff's so good but what was crazy is i got a salted pretzel and it was the sweetest thing i had eaten in so long i was like there's so i mean we know there's there's sugar sugar in the dough we always know but when you're off sugar for a month and you eat it i was like this wetzels pretzel with salt and jalapeno cheese tastes sweeter than like my almond butter fruit Smoothie thing I make at night.
0: I had the so weird. I had the exact same experience with. I went to El Salsachero, which is our local butcher shop with Alex, and I bought some bacon. And you know they do the bacon themselves. It's all like pasture raised, grass fed, local stuff. But there's a little bit of sugar in it. Right. And I cooked it, and I was eating it, and I was like, geez, this tastes so sweet." Like yeah. what the f- it, like it was almost overpowering the salt and it's bacon.
1: Yeah, which
0: you never notice until like, you're off it for a minute. I'm kind of happy about it. It's Because cool. I know
1: I'm healthier. I might do it again. Like a 15-day sprint or something uh, yeah. every once in a while. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, I'm, we literally are. We're doing like during the week. It's like Monday through Friday. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like the 80-20 it's method. It's Tuesday through Saturday for me. It's my work week. But yeah, I'm just... Yeah. And then we might... We'll probably do it for the majority of the weekend too. I'm just not going to be the guy who cares as much like if we go to dinner i'll get a beer get whatever i want
0: right you but, can have those little magic and enjoy, enjoyable things yeah it's
1: like everything in moderation including
0: moderation so right. i don't want to be too intense about it it's and, like when you focus on self-help so much that you become just like incapable of doing anything yeah you like basically become an anorexic you're or just like a stupid, tool yeah an accident <laughs> you're because like, you're uh-oh. so
1: worried about everything
0: i gave myself a thing
1: yeah i don't want to i don't want to get there and i also enjoy food and exploring exploration so much I to I like to explore. Oh, I'm an there? adventurer. Yeah. Also, I mean a van you, life is definitely next for me. Yeah. <laughs> we get on pretty We're well. Go anywhere. So anyways, that was that was cool. And being down there was but yeah, my cravings have changed a lot, dude. Things are Things are different for me Things now. are Things are different now, guys. I did the before and after picture for real. Oh, yeah. Noticeable. Noticeable. A little, little less, less in the face and right. you more get a, muscle. More jawline, more striations. More muscle, though. Yeah, more, more definition, but literally more muscle. Like a lot more protein and a lot less filler, filler, whatever was going in there, even if it wasn't that unhealthy. Yeah. Like the difference between the beginning and the end of that month was like... No gluten layer. Yeah, no gluten layer. And I think... I was fairly lean with the gluten layer because of the CrossFit, but now it was—it was just felt like it looked more just. I was yoked fit. I was like, "Whoa, chisel, I'm dude. strong!" I'm oh, chiseled. dude, guess who I saw at Los Feliz? Um, You'll never guess because I—I actually forgot about him until I saw him, and I was super psyched. Gary H. <laughs> no, that was, Yeah, dude, he has porta filter eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Cam, dude, from Santa Barbara. Oh, you saw Cam, dude. Mac and dude, Cam, dude. Killer Cam, yeah, dude. He was wearing Jordans like behind the counter. Oh, Does he work there? No, he rolled in. Oh. Uh, exo- auxiliary it's, light diet sorry that's fine. it's still pretty bright in here deal with it dude he rolled in and I was like oh and he came up to me and he, gets, he gives me like his hug and it was like he's always the best like he's captain yeah. of the schmooze squad happy guy dude, doing his thing he's all dude good to see you I gotta roll out here I can't stay he goes I see you. You got big, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam and Nicole are sitting there. Just They don't really know him very well. Nicole kind of remembered him. She's all I kind of know that guy. And he's all, dog, dude, I see you. Nice work. That's and he's so like walked sick. away. Feels hella good. Yeah. And then when we were leaving, Brett, who's like old school friend, he's one of the best. He manages that spot. Sh- that spot. And Serena was there too. Shout out to Serna for taking care of us. If you listen, you're the best. But he said the same thing. He gave us all a hug. And he goes, Sam, Jerry you guys are
0: ripped that's so sick <laughs> i was like i did i cool it feels pretty good i remember when i was first started working out and it had been like maybe i don't know six months or a year i i ended up going to farm table oh and yeah and the tenderloin and shannon was there the Shannon, like, dude you've been working out or what <laughs> you all thanks shannon all, i have fuck yeah dude. <laughs> This hard work, is paying thanks off. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like thanks for noticing. Because <laughs> when you're around everybody all the time, it's just like it's these small moves and then it's been like the people who haven't seen you in a year, they're like, You haven't seen him in a couple years, yeah. Yeah, y'all. This yeah, Cam you're I like, haven't seen in like two plus. Yeah. And then Brett probably about the same, so it's funny. I'm like getting diced over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm
0: doing pretty good. Yeah.
1: I also haven't eaten anything with sugar in it in a whole month or had alcohol, so that's really helpful in no, making me look lean, real lean
0: mean. I'm definitely cut like <laughs> a fucking craft project. Yeah, dude. y'all try <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just like like a craft project, Crafton, Crafton. Guess what, Crafton, dude. Tuesday at our staff meeting, we're gonna we're gonna set up what six different people for origin trips, and well, for trips in general, it's about to go read down through all the things. Yeah, some real strong contenders. We had some submissions, so now so we make people. We still do the hat drawing, but we made people submit an application letter to us to speak to why. Why an origin trip would benefit them and the through them our company? Yeah. And what are you going to bring
0: back and teach?
1: And yeah. What are you going to? What's what's it going to do for you? That's going to help all of us, not just Cat and Cloud, but everybody who's around you. And so we had out of our like thirty some odd employees, employees, team members, like twenty some. I, I was a lot. Over remember. 20. Yeah, over 20. 25. And none of our leadership team, uh, team leaders or coordinators wrote in because they had already gone and they wanted to offer it up to the rest of our team, which I think is very selfless. So I just want to say thank you for that. Except for Alex. What are you thinking, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> you wrote in.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: which I we did not expect them to not write in. It is a, It was a really cool, courteous thing for them to do. It would not have, I would not have thought twice at all if they wrote in. So, really cool of them to be thinking about their team in such a way where they do care about anybody and everybody and want them to get to Origin to experience that because they had already gone in this last year. Uh, Anyway, all that to say, I'm really excited to see what happens. We have so many trips coming up, multiple Guatemalas. We got SCA in April, which I'm excited about. Costa Hondo. Chris and I are going to Costa and Hondo together, which will be fun to do a bunch of videos and and see Benjamin Benjamin. (laughs) Paz. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming up on Tuesday. And, man, what else is... What do, we, do we have anything going down? Not events-wise, necessarily. What was your biggest takeaway? If you... And this is unfair. <laughs> if you could drop one takeaway from the business forum that it just, like, has left a lasting impression, what would it have been? And I'll do the same from Leadership Excellence from Disney Institute.
0: I, uh, maybe... Could I have two? Yes, Chris. Okay, well, two. One was it's like a, a semi. I don't know. It's just this magical moment to where we had been playing towards this idea of building a wholesale program that's a service focused program to where right. wholesale accounts aren't just accounts; it's actual relationships, and they live outside of like numbers on a spreadsheet. And I think the biggest aha moment I had during that whole thing was going through. We took out our orientation. And started cycling through the orientation and not giving them the orientation, but the philosophy behind the orientation and the different parts of it. And then connecting the dots with how do we use that in the day-to-day and how to take those things that kind of sound like platitudes. They sound like buzzwords. You know, they sound like all these cool, niche things. But, like, how do you make them come to life to where it's not just, like, positive vibes, good customer service. Like, we believe in this, our mission and values. And how we do that every day. Right. And people got a lot out of it and it spurred a lot of good conversation and just setting that example was huge because I I think there's people are aware that some of those things are necessary or they want to be able to tell better stories about how their organization was formed and be able to captivate the people that work there and captivate their, their clientele too. Right. There's a disconnect from like, how do I really start to plug that in? And I think that was just, that was like my mind. That was my mind melter. I get that actually that in, in a sort of similar way, that was one of the
1: things that I took away, which we we've talked about this before where you don't have to be or know everything. But I think one of, our strengths in a similar way is being able to take ideas like that and put them into practice and show how they can work in a functional way in a cafe and how they'll make an operation run. And yours, I think, a lot of times has to do with teaching and implementation and mine a lot of times has to do with like whatever systematizing things and, and operations. But even so, it was cool to have that, that realization that including everybody on the team to get their input and their ideas, but then helping them connect the dots on how it can work and to be applied is like, that is a missing link for a lot of people. And it's
0: really cool to be able to provide that. It really is. And then the second aha moment, which is built into that. And this was more of a selfish one was I felt like we were really useful. We're really able to provide value. And it made me actually breathe like a pretty decent sigh of relief because as wholesale coffee roasting companies go, we're on the smaller side. Yeah. You know, we're still a young company. We have big dreams, big convictions, and we've already done really big things. Yeah. But we're still a small company. So it was reflecting on those things that happen and seeing that, like, yeah, like maybe we don't have six salespeople. Maybe we don't have these huge like assets in that arena but we can still positively affect someone's business. We have our own special take on what it means to do business with us and right. be in a partnership with us. And I'm like even just I don't, you know, I'm more I'm more proud of what we did over the past couple of days and what we're going to do in that arena than I've ever been in any other sort of wholesale thing that I've been involved with. And mm-hmm. I, I think that it was pretty amazing to see that yeah. start to come to life. Totally.
1: I think for me it's it's less I think it's less, uh, I don't know, exciting, but it's, it's super important is the idea around active listening and communication and in being a leader, the idea around relationships and fostering those almost as the priority. So what I mean by that is I think a lot of leaders in coffee consider themselves leaders or managers because they do more work and they get more things done. And that is neat to a point, And it is valuable too. Don't get me wrong. It is valuable to be able to like check off those lists and get that work done. But it is in the long term kind of something that ends up working against you. And here's what I mean. Say, say you're the superstar of your company right now. You are the upper manager leader person. And the reason you are there is because the owners can offload every single thing to you. And you yourself will get it done and you'll be able to get some of it implemented and the team will work through those systems, but the team won't necessarily know how to utilize them. They'll just kind of do a bunch of work and keep the cafe at it like it's base level running, but you'll be doing all of this bulk work. And essentially you're the one person in the organization who can handle everything. You've got the best paycheck. You're killing it. You're the superstar. You're also stuck as is the organization and every single other person in it. And it's a weird thing to, to maybe not realize that you, by doing an amazing job and keeping everything to yourself, maybe in a way where you're not being selfish, is ultimately hurting your whole entire organization. So that, to me, was something that, while we've believed in it the whole time, has been huge, where the value is actually in the relationships and helping everybody come alongside you to learn how to do all of these things together which will ultimately grow everybody underneath you and allow them to progress, which is arguably, if not arguably, obviously, far more important than just allowing yourself to progress. It's the rising tide lifts all boats in the most serious way. Your whole organization will only benefit from everybody learning, not just you being able to handle business because at some point you're going to burn out.
0: Well, I would actually argue that by bringing those people up you're, actu- you're enabling yourself to progress. Oh, because for sure. Because where you're at right there, if you're the do everything, be everything... Right. Superstar. Y- you're the one, you're tapped out because yep. you can't take on new responsibilities because you're running at 10 tenths the whole time. And you actually, because of the way your brain works, you're so full up with doing stuff that you can't accept new information. Yeah. Like you're not learning anything. Totally. And the only way to get some of that brain space is by giving some of that away... Bringing up people with you and enables both parties to right. be in this tandem progression. Yeah. It's
1: mutually beneficial. Totally. My, my, yeah, my thought was like maybe people don't realize that they oh. are inadvertently stifling their entire organization by being too much of a
0: superstar. For sure. Which I 100% is 100 so percent agree with you. Yeah. It's very common. And it's it is common and I don't think that it is I actually realized. slide back into it like on accident sometimes. It's easy I know to know this stuff and you're like, oh I'm gonna do this I'm going to do that. Because then and you, da, 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 da. you know it'll get done yeah. the way you want it. And to. then it's just it's not healthy.
1: It's no so It's not dangerous healthy. for an organization. And so while we've been talking about this individually and in our leadership teams where it's like you guys need to be teachers of teachers it was just extra clear. I had this like moment of clairvoyance where I was like, I've seen this happen where everybody in an organization talks about how awesome this one person is or these one or two people are, but they also say this person's so hardworking and they got the best attitude. And then you're all, how do they do And they're like, Oh, they're always stressed out and they're always having a hard time and they always work so, so, so much. And I'm like, interesting. And then I go like, what's progression in the company look like? We're like, well, they have the only spot. And then I was just like, okay, well, if you're the owner, that could be you. If you're the upper management, that could be you. And what happens if you ever want to be free for a little while to explore other things and still benefit the company? You're not allowed to be. You're not able to be because nobody else can step into step into cash, the cash money role. So that has been my refilled moment of, of just like inspiration of how can we get really good at deadlines, relationship managing, getting people to come alongside us, trust us, trust them, and inspire people to be their best selves so that they can feel good about the work they do. They can learn more and feel like they're taking on more. You can take on more different things and provide more opportunity to move forward, which is essentially my major goal for this
0: year. So yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Shut up. Asada, asada. Can we get a picture of Sam in here? He oh does, yeah, wait, hold he on. He does that really well. Does, you, you have dude, a video here? No, I have an ugly,
1: ugly, oh nice, ugly picture of us. The it's ugly, not ugly, the better. It's just not of you just, and Sam. Uh, dude, he's doing the asada. This is gonna be great. It's uh, it's. Oh, oh no, what? you didn't, Kate Gerwin. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll talk to you later, yeah, later. Yeah, no, it's it's sorry. Yeah. this is podcast time. Okay? Yeah, I this did. is uh, this is we're together here right now.
1: You can't see it, but he's doing the
0: Assad, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Please send that to me. We'll yeah, uh, we'll, there it is. We'll, we'll, we'll spike that All in. All right,
1: there. I'll shoot that. You're gonna have to zoom in on it a little That's bit, fine. but there it is. I'm a pro at zooming. Dude, look, look at that
0: it. guy. <laughs> his dad and his son are just pimping
1: each other out, dude. Flexing. Dude. Oh, everybody's having a great time. That's Guardians of the he's Galaxy. Like, Hello. He's like so stressful. People out. singing now.
0: <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for coming in to the podcast. Before? It's another oh, before and after. after. Yeah, dude. Right? Like the uh-huh. pecs weren't there. The pecs are there. Here you yeah, go. This dude. is weird feeling, but the pecs weren't there. The pecs were there. <laughs> I've you never know. shown a person like that my shirt off like that, but there it is. It's just like, um, you know, before you were just like a, a sweatshirt drawstring that wasn't pulled tight enough. And then now it's just like pulled real tight. Before? It covers the whole head. Before. I used to look like that people have been going back on my instagram and like <laughs> commenting on that <laughs> good it's pretty funny they're all found this through the podcast epic look it
1: i am Groot he is Groot i am Groot oh my god <laughs> shout out to Hawthorne. dude that looks like Groot okay guys we'll see you later good morrow